You're listening to the U.S. Glass Magazine's special daily podcast, Glass Industry Update, The Coronavirus. I'm your podcast moderator, Chris Bunn. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the business disruptions in our industry caused by the worldwide pandemic. Be sure to check in daily for a new podcast with the latest updates. And now I'll turn it over to Deb Levy, publisher of U.S. Glass, who will give you an update and introduce our special guest. Well, good day, everyone. Today is Tuesday, April 28th, and we are so pleased that you're joining us for our podcast as we round out this month of COVID special podcasts. I'm very fortunate today to have with me as our guest, John Wisey. John is the president of F. Barco, Inc., and he's no stranger to the glass industry. I doubt there's anyone out there that doesn't know about Barco Trucks and the services that John's company provides. But I'm going to first welcome John. Thank you, Deb. And ask you to just tell us a little bit about what your company does. Sure. Uh, we make van racks and pickup racks and 9-foot to 16-foot intermediate-sized bodies. And we also make glass transports. We've been in Milwaukee, family-owned. This is actually, it's a good story. 141 years, continuous business in Milwaukee, Started in 1879, and uh, everything we make is custom. So if it's legal, we'll do it. You're going to make it. Gotcha. Well, that's an incredible story, especially for the glass industry. There's not too many companies over 100 years old, let alone all those years over. So as you say, if it's legal, you make it. Have you made any changes or done any adaptations because of the advent of the COVID-19 virus? Well, the, the changes really apply to how we treat our customers' vehicles. If, uh, if a customer is coming in and we're installing a van rack or a pickup rack, we really go into the cab portion of the vehicle as little as possible. Um, we need to go into the back of a van if we're installing a van rack, and then we will sanitize that. And if we're installing a rack on a pickup truck, we have running lights on both sides, so we need to tap into the light. So we will go into the cab a little bit just to make sure that we didn't leave any virus behind or anything like that. The uh, bigger trucks, we will sanitize, spray the cab portion before the vehicle is picked up. And if we are delivering that vehicle, then our driver will take something with him, whether they're Lysol wipes or something, just to to wipe it down right before he hands over the keys. So those are those are some of the changes we've made in acknowledgement of this nasty virus. Have you had any difficulty gaining access to things like Lysol wipes and things, or has that been pretty easy in your area? No, no, no it's impossible. I, I go to Costco all the time, and they're they're out of the hand sanitizer, and they're out of bleach, and they're out of this, and I. You know, you talk to the people there and they say, well, we got it in yesterday and it's already gone. So, uh, yeah, I it's probably got about an eight minute shelf life once right. they get it in. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have gotten some, but you got, you sort of have to be lucky. Right, right. It all depends on when you go also, I think. So I'm glad you've been able to get some. And how about your business? How has it been affected by the, um, by the virus crisis? Um, you know, it, it's been difficult. We went from being very busy to the governor telling us we had to shut down, and, and that was tough. When the virus hit, things were changing by the day, and then all of a sudden things were changing by the hour, and then our governor said, stop, 
and mm. everyone, you know, psychologically is a little worrisome. Sure. Uh, but uh, fortunately, uh, we still have plenty of work, and some of our customers are bidding more work and more projects, which is encouraging. Some of our customers are slow, and some are very busy, and some are even working overtime. So we'll see how that goes. Well, as long as they're asking you for um, new bids on uh, your products, that sounds pretty hopeful. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We 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 have lost a couple of customers. One moved to a different city, and one changed careers. And can't do wow. much about that. So we no. we will be looking to hire a, probably some of those people, the 26 million who are currently unemployed. But um, yeah, those are just some of the changes that we've had to deal with. Sure. And I want to come back to that in a minute. But first, I want to just ask you a little bit about the Milwaukee area in general, because here in the East, we were hearing that you were sort of a hot spot for a while with a lot of rapidly increasing number of cases. And then that seems to have tapered off. I wonder if that was part of the governor's decision to shut everything down or um, how you're feeling now about where the state is. Uh, definitely. Yeah, we, we've had some of the harshest restrictions in the whole country. Um, and in particular, the African-American community has been hit pretty hard. Uh, lately, it's been Green Bay, which is an hour and a half mm. from here, but they've got some meat packing plants and cheese packing, uh. that kind of thing that they're all getting infected. And I saw the same thing in South Dakota. But uh, yeah, there are definitely still some hot spots mm. here. You know, it's funny, I was talking to someone else in the industry yesterday and kind of bemoaning, you know, why is it all the food processing plants that are being hit? And, and then we kind of figured out, well, it's because a lot of the other plants are shut down, but yeah. the food processing plants, you know, a plant by definition usually has a lot of people in close quarters, right? And those are still active, so it makes sense. Well, I never, uh, we, until now, we really haven't any problem with the food chain, but this is a little mm -hmm. worrisome. Sure, that makes sense. And what about you and your own plant? What kinds of steps are you taking to ensure that the people that are working on the actual truck bodies and racks are are um, safe? We have the face masks, of course. We have the hand sanitizer. We have some people who have been reluctant to come back because they see parents or grandparents or extended mm -hmm. families. And, you know, I think it's understandable. They, they don't want to even though they may be asymptomatic, they don't want to pick something up and then take it back. Sure. And it to grandparents, I, I totally get that. So, you know, the return is voluntary. Um, but we expect to have, except for those two guys, we expect to have everybody back pretty soon. Well, that's great. That's also great. That's very good news to hear. I'm wondering how, uh, how you're keeping up morale and the psyche of your employees throughout this. Uh, that's a tough one. I think, um, you know, it's not limited to the glass industry. This right. uh, isolation and social distancing is, is just not normal. It's not part of our psyche. Mm -mm. Um, but um, my theory is this is a little blip in time and we're going to be around for decades and this will be forgotten. So I'm just trying to be encouraging and, and tell them this will be gone and you know, we'll return to normal at some point. It's, it's not going to be like flipping a switch, but we will get back right. to normal at some point. You know, it's funny. I think back to some of the lessons that Disney came out with at one point where they were trying to lessen the anxiety of people waiting online. 
And they, they sort of found that people, a study they did found that people don't mind waiting on a line as long as they know how long it's going to be. Right. Or as you guys would probably say, waiting in a line, but they don't mind it. So that's why they have all those signs saying, you know, you are one hour or you are an hour and a half and all those things. Um, But this is the problem. Right. Right. We don't know. We don't know. That's the anxiety level. If someone said, hey, you're going to be like this until this day, then you can prep for it. But we don't know. Which right. is which is really challenging. So, um, what are some of the things that your customers have been telling you about what they've been going through and how they've been dealing with it? Um, we have we have had several completed vehicles picked up in the last month. Um, you know, some are reluctant to come here. Some mm-hmm. uh, we have one sitting here. A guy from Maine cannot come here because once he goes back, he has to isolate for a few weeks. Oh. Hard to argue with that, yeah. Yeah, that that may be loosening. But Mm -hmm. uh, we've had some trucks picked up. We've got a couple ready to go. We are in contact with our delivery driver, and we're trying to pay close attention to the states to see what stage they are, how how they're loosening things up so that our driver has some way of getting back so he's not stuck somewhere. Yeah, that's a whole logistical angle that I hadn't really thought about till now. Yeah. Challenging. You know, um, we do a call in our office every morning for all of our staff because mostly everybody's working from home. And uh, this morning, uh, we were, you know, kind of trying to do a different topic every day. And today we were talking a little bit about what have you learned about yourself throughout this, uh, or I'll call it an ordeal. Um, So I'm just curious if, um, and of course, if, you know, if you don't have an answer, I understand, but what have you learned about yourself and your company throughout this whole process? Well, um, you know, I, I feel like at the same time we are resourceful and hardworking and creative, we are also very vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can do our best at whatever we're doing, whatever industry we're in, for years. And then something beyond our control can smack our entire country down, <laughs> and it's a little unnerving. Uh, I believe something one millionth your size. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Very true. Uh, I, yeah. I think everybody's focus has had to change from this global event a little bit, mm-hmm. and and maybe it makes us think about all the things that are truly important and forget about some of the things that aren't. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Very true. John, do you feel that there will be changes that you make in your business uh, or that your customers will make as a result of this that you're already seeing in a kind of future trend area? Uh, I think, well, I think we're going to be probably taking more credit card payments. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a a minor thing, but um, I think the uh, back to the hand sanitizer and the Lysol wipes thing, that's that's going to be everywhere, assuming they become available again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, Anthony Fauci said we're not going to shake hands anymore. I don't believe that. I think I think we got to get back to some normalcy. We'll, we'll shake hands again, or we'll bump elbows or something. Right? There'll be some yeah. some some touch connection there. Yeah, I think um, even if that San Antonio show was not canceled. Uh, we wouldn't be shaking hands now, but I think we'll be, right, shaking, right. we'll be shaking hands in a few months. Right. Sooner Very rather true. than later, hopefully. 
Sure. That makes sense. Is there anything else you'd like our listeners and our readers to know or anything else you'd like to share? Well, um, we will be offering a discount on everything purchased between May 1st and August 31st. You know, we, we know it's been difficult for our customers and difficult for a lot of industries. And we want them and everybody to be on stable ground. So we, we intend to help our customers. Um, our customers and our people in the industry have been incredibly understanding. Sure. Uh, even outside of the United States customers. COVID-19 is a global problem and we're all on the same boat. And at some point we're all going to get through it. Right. That's a good point. Well, and that's nice of you to do, John. And you said that runs through the end of, was it July, you said? Through the end of August. End of August, even better. Even better. I'm sure that'll help some people who, uh, it's funny how a crisis like this always takes whatever issues that you have as a company, you know, whatever your weaknesses are, if you will, and exacerbates them. So I imagine if someone was on the cusp of needing a new truck right now, they're like, Oh, and if it breaks down, I'm going to have to go get it fixed, and that'll put me in contact with even more people. Uh, Or if it breaks down while I'm, you know, out servicing someone, that could be real problematic. So I bet you there are even more people looking at this issue than you you might even think right now. Yeah. Because of this virus, you see people's personalities accentuated, and, and the people that are kind and nice are nicer and kinder than ever. And people that you thought might have been a jerk or more of a jerk, that cutting in line and that kind of stuff, it's like, come on. So I think in general, people are nicer. Boy, how are you right on that? I've seen the same thing myself. You know, it's, it's what do they always say? A crisis illuminates your character. Right. Yeah, that's definitely true. Interesting. Neat. Well, that is all very good information, John, and I have to thank you so much for joining us um, today, and I wish you know, wish you guys, you all stay safe and well, and that there's a lot of uh, glass transportating going on later. It'll come back. I, uh, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on, and I hope you stay well and your whole U.S. glass team stays well. Thanks so much. Have a good rest of the day. <laughs>